Welcome. Thank you for listening to The Virtuous Woman by Zach L. Grace. Here we're discussing the journey to Christ as a mom and an entrepreneur. I hope you're encouraged. Hey guys, I'm here with another episode of The Virtuous Woman. And today's topic is all about perspective and how you make the best out of any situation. Let's get right into it. Okay guys, so um, if you have not heard um, my uh, podcast and topic about last week, I actually talked about you know using your voice and how in this situation, how as a black person, if you are black, how you can use your voice and speak up on um, the topic of racism. Um, I share my thoughts, I share my emotions, and I, I felt like God in those moments God was showing me some things that I needed to do and he wants me to do and he wrote them down in my heart and I am here to do them and so I'm here to stay the course to keep going keep pushing but one thing um, as I was doing that episode I heard God speak about um, perspective like how we see things like you know um, how to make the best out of every situation like you know thinking positive and he wanted me to go into detail of how it actually happened to me in my personal life and so I'm just gonna go deep into this conversation so if you guys don't really know my story um, I am a 31 year old recently my birthday was last week or two weeks ago um, and so I'm a 31 year old mom and also entrepreneur um, in 2019 God rebranded my entire life and I didn't know what the heck was going on I thought I was losing my mind I thought I was going rock bottom, um, but I really was going up. Um, and so within this, God shook some things up in my life. And when I tell you shook everything up, God shook my marriage, shook my friendships. God shook myself, my um, internal being, who I was inside, showed me the ugly sides of me and put me all back together. And so uh, when all of this happened and it first initially started with the marriage, um, I was devastated. And I'm going to be honest with you, I could have went down a really dark path. I really could have. Like, it was going down a dark path for me. I don't know about anybody else. I can only speak on myself. It was an easier route for me because I could have gotten real bitter. I could have got resentful, hateful, but that's not who I am. So I never really saw myself going down that path. And so I, I, was, I guess you can kind of say that back then, you know, as I was growing in my 20s, I was that type of person to try to fix people. And God was like, instead of you trying to fix people, why don't you fix yourself? You can do some fixing yourself, you know? And that's one of the hardest things people try to do. They try to avoid themselves and try to put all the energy into other people. And I felt like with everybody in my life, I was doing that growing up, not a lot, but per se. And I think my intention was to always have the best, like, you know, see the best in people or know what's best like like if i see something like i'm like okay if something's just wrong it's just wrong like, i'm gonna call you out and i think with me my honesty and my truthfulness it just clashed it with a lot of people because i guess you could say i was too honest and one thing that i can say which my honesty kind of came into judgmental and i can kind of see now and i've learned basically how you communicate which the words that you say the things that you say how you say them they all go into fruition into one into how people other people may perceive it and so um i have learned how to kind of take step back and really see things 
um, and really understand from another perspective. And so with this situation, uh, when in 2019 it started in, really like I said, my journey started in 2017 when I kind of opened up my heart to God and it took a while, and I say like a while, like two and a half years for me to get, well really three years to get to where I am now. But the, the initial start was opening my heart to God. And so I really, like I said, could have went down a dark path, especially towards my husband. But God basically shared with me, look, the devil has him. Do you want him to get you? And I was just like, whoa, he has, he has his mind. Do you want him to get your mind? That's one thing that the devil would try to get because that's all, really all he could get is your mind, your mental, your, your, your being. Because if he has your mind, he can get to your heart. He can get to your heart. He can get to your soul. All of that is in all together. And so God really wanted me to change my perspective to see things on the bright side. I started, I never really, I'm going to be honest, I never was that person like, why God, why is this happening to me? I was more like, what the hell? Like, what is going on? And I've always asked God in every situation that I've been, okay, Father, what is the lesson in this? Okay, it's something that I missed. It's something that I ain't listened to. I mustn't obey. Why is this all happening? And so that would be probably the only why. Why is it? It wasn't more like a, why? Like, you know how some people just like, why, Father? And start blaming God. It was like, okay, Father, why is this happening? What did I do? I always try to bring it back to myself, especially if I see patterns. Because if you see a pattern, basically, I'm going to say this. The pattern I'm talking about is like, a different person, same situation. That's a pattern. And when I start seeing that, that's when I started to realize, okay, Father, hmm. Because I'm like, okay, this is not just happening to intimate relationships. This is happening in friendships, uh, uh, just ships. I call them ships, like relationships with people. And it didn't matter if it was a friend, a sibling, or something. It's like it was a repeated act, act. And I'm just like, okay, Father, what is going on here? What am I missing? And I think for me, when I started initially asking those questions, God really started revealing, revealing to me what were the gaps that were missing in those places and really was him so um because i wasn't being led by him i was being that control freak that i used to be and trying to control everything and everybody around me and so god was just like nah you're not me fall back little and let me get this so (laughs) but in those times man it was very hard for me to um look at things on the positive side and i just want to share about three things that i did to help me um see things on the bright side and so i'm gonna share that with you so the guys these are just three little things that i begin to do and um <laughs> one thing that i had to do was had to begin verbal acknowledgement and god gave me that because that's exactly what it was what does that mean it was more like speaking scriptures until it changed. So say for instance, that I was a liar and we all lied before. And I knew I didn't want to be a liar, but I just kept lying. So the first thing I started doing, okay, so okay. Acknowledging the fact that, okay, girl, you a liar. You are a liar. Okay, we got it. Father, how can I change this? I do not want to be a liar. How can I be truthful? And so what I had to do in every situation was had to find scriptures of the opposite. So if I was a liar, I would look for truth and then I would have to repeat those scriptures. And I'm going to be honest with you daily, sometimes hourly, because, um, that's how much lies that I've told. And I'm just giving this example so you guys can understand. Not saying that I was lying my life away, but, um, 
until I became became truthful, become until I became truthful, I had to rebuttal that with a true scripture versus telling a lie or talking about lying. So verbal acknowledging is acknowledging the fact that what it is that you are is basically like confession. Um, okay, Father, I confess or uh, I sin, this is what I did. Okay, help me change it. And then actually speaking scriptures until it changed because you can do that and you can say that and then guess what? You'll go right back and do the same thing. And so it's just like, and I, this is personal. I used to be addicted to porn. And so I knew, and I'm going to say specifically, it was women. I used to like to watch two women, um, um, you know, perform acts or whatnot. And I never knew what that was about. And I knew I, I, knew I wasn't gay. I knew I didn't like women, but I was attracted to that type of porn. Come to find out, as I started doing a lot of soul work, it was, con- it was connected to molestation as a young child. And so until I, I gave that to God, and, and to be honest with you, God really changed that thing. And I had to speak scriptures. And I, like I said, I never liked it doing it. I never liked the masturba- masturbation. I, ugh, I, just, I just didn't. I just never liked it. But I did it. It was just like this. I just did it. I don't know. And so um, I acknowledged it, gave it to God, and then I started speaking scriptures against it. And it really helped me. But I'm going to be honest with you. When I found out what the, when God shared to me what the connection was, it immediately put a bitter taste in my mouth. And then I started really doing some research on those pornography, pornography sites and really got to understand that those sites really are connected to, like, uh, sex trafficking and stuff like that. Like, you literally, by you watching it, you're paying for that. And so people don't know these things. But when you start doing soul work, I know for myself, and I was just like, what it was promoting and why I was attracted to it, it really just put a bitter taste in my mouth. So I have not watched porn. Uh, this was way before my baby. Um shoot it was like 2017 maybe 2017 so that was three years ago um but yeah because i sure wasn't doing that while i was pregnant to me i just like but anyway so these are some things like verbal acknowledging changing your words meaning um reversing the negative with positive so if you have a negative thought negativity always is always connected to the devil so I would always change those negative thoughts to positive thoughts, meaning like if I got a negative thought that said, you stupid, no, I'm not stupid. I'm bright. I'm smart. You know, I had to sometimes do the uh, help quote, you know, you are smart. You are important. You know, I had to. And really, um, even though if, if anybody, uh, if anybody came to my house before, like any of my, my close family and friends, they would see the affirmations that I would keep on my window. I'm sorry, on my uh, mirror in my bathroom. I have daily affirmations that I declared every day, and that really helped um, my way of thinking about myself. Not just thinking about other people, but how I thought of myself. So I had to change those negative words, always being petty, always saying these shifle or throwing shade. You know, that's the word that we use nowadays. And really throwing, not throwing shade, baby, just throwing love. And I started doing that. And I really had to begin to be that change that I wanted to see. Um, the third thing um, was just the idle mind. And what I mean by that is staying productive. This, this is not to say to stay busy nonstop. But what will happen is sometimes when you feel as though, well, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I've never been the type of person to say, oh, my gosh, I'm just so bored. Because there's, I feel as though there's always something to do. Like, you should never be bored because there's always something to do. But if I always say, for instance, I didn't want to do something that I knew I had to do, I would get down this rabbit hole of thinking about stuff. And before you know it, I'm in a dark place, maybe going down depression, thinking about the past, 
some stuff trying to rudely coming up and that was I was just like I just I don't want to be like this so what I had to do to do that to be honest with you I had to start repeating that goes back into my one and my two and start repeating like fix my eyes on God fix my eyes on God and and I would have to repeatedly do that until I changed those thoughts um, and, and stay positive and start to actually be productive because the procrastination is is rooted into laziness and so I never wanted to be a procrastinator I never wanted to be lazy but I was and so it all became down to that out of mind like just 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 having these thoughts thinking so much on and focusing so much on the situation and you weren't about the what instead of the who like what the situation is instead of who God is and so when I think about that it makes me think about okay your situation is so small and God can handle this I mean because first of all and you can handle this because he's not gonna put too much that you can't bear but God can handle this, so why? And, and God's not worrying about it, so why you're focusing on it and why you're worrying about it and putting yourself into this rabbit hole that is not even intended for you? And before you know it, it's about five or six hours, and then it's the next day, and you didn't completely erase everything that you were supposed to do into something that became negative. And sometimes I know for me, is when I get to those negative spaces, I just want to fall asleep, and that's not really too healthy. So. Um, really staying positive and productive, productive, just staying productive on the things and focusing on what God is telling you. So perspective, changing the way that you think, like how to make the best out of the situation is just basically what I just said. I reiterate verbal acknowledgement, changing your words and staying productive, meaning erasing the idle mind. Like do not become a person that's out of mind because that is a devil's workshop. And so um, these are a few scriptures that I can share with you guys and you guys can repeat, uh, you know, if you need them. Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declared the Lord, plans for warfare and not for evil, uh, to give you a future and a hope. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. Colossians 3, 2, set your mind on things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. So this scripture was a really a good thing scripture for me as I was going through those dark scenarios and let me tell you I probably didn't pass on my test but I got through it and so uh, when I started setting my mind on the spirit world versus what this world like right right carnal meaning like say for instance I give you a promise having my husband just focusing on him I didn't see him I saw I saw what God needed me to see and that's what one of the things that God did for me he said you got to see people how I see them despite of what they've done how they've hurt you the situation or whatever the case may be you have to remember to see people how I see them and let me tell you that's easier said than done but if you continue to do the work you will see like I'm pretty much I can I can see my husband today and when we still married into going into a divorce but I can see him today and I don't have the thought of I want to slap him in his face because that was the old thoughts like I could punch him in his face and um, <laughs> that aggression and stuff, I mean, like, I've learned that it had nothing to do with him. It's just some of the things that I was dealing with, he was a trigger. And so he no longer triggered me. I never, I don't get triggered. I don't really get triggered from anybody. I'm trying to sit here and think. I don't really get triggered. No, I don't get triggered. But him specifically, he was a situation at hand, and I don't get triggered from him at all. Um, like, we could see each other and probably make a joke or something like that. It's, it's nothing. It's like, you know, you're a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. Let's keep it moving. Let's take care of this kid and keep it moving. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> in second Corinthians four, 18 says, as we look not to the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen for the things that are seen 
are transient. I hope I'm saying that wrong. But the things that are unseen are eternally uh, unseen. So the things that are unseen are internal. Like the things that we can't see. You can't see. You can't see when, but you can feel it. I can't see God, but I can feel him. It's the same thing. So focus on that. Focus on God and just continue on. Like I'm telling you, some things. sometimes I just really had to repeat. God, fix my eyes on you. Fix my eyes on you because this is hard. And when you do that, man... Watch how God work things out for you, you know? Watch how God looks out for you and the things that he starts to reveal to you about you. Because remember, despite of what situation that you're in, your journey is your journey. It's not for nobody else. You may have people that come along the way and some may fall off. But remember, your journey is your journey. I am learning that. So take this time to reflect change your perspective despite of all this craziness that's going around the world because it is crazy and it's a lot of stuff that is going on try to revere and reverse your mind you know what father despite of all this stuff i see things like this despite of the all the things that's going around in this world father you knew this was going to happen before it happened so whatever it is that you need me to do and whatever my part is in this in this world and in this moment, Father, show me the things that I should be doing. And those will have been pretty much my words to God. Like, despite of all this craziness, because I'm going to be honest with you, he told me all this was going to happen. Um, I just, it just didn't hit. It hit different when it actually happened, you know? And so um, I might have got hit in, it was kind of at a, at a dark place a couple weeks ago, you know. R.I.P. to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and also Ahmaud um, Arbery. Those three deaths really hit me and it really woke my spirit up in another way as a black female and as a black queen. Um, but God is, God is able and God is good and he is really showing me so much um, despite of the ugliness that's going around the world. And it's really exposing people's heart and we're able to see folks for who they are. And so like the words of Maya Angelou, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And that's just where I'm at. I'm believing everything that I see. This is who you are. That's how you acting. Thank you. I, I'm just pretty much to a point where I'm saying thank you. Just the other day, you know, they got the quote, you know, Karen, you know, uh, you know, I met a Karen in the store and she was, man, that lady cursed me out, told me F me and everything because I was trying to ask her. I said, you know, she she put she put her hand in my hand like in a way like flee. And I was like, whoa. I don't communicate with hand gestures as such. I said, but if it's somewhere that you need to go, please let me know. And she just said, F you. And I said, you know what, lady, bless you. And it, 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 she, she almost got tapped. But, you know, I was like, Father, you better get her. That's your child. But, <laughs> so just, you know, stay positive. Stay in the right direction. Know that God is with you. Be led by him. Let him show you the way. And it's all is well. All is well. So I hope this really helps somebody. Um today and you guys have a great day bye bye